Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back to Breaking with Brent Jensen, going up until 8 o'clock. So yesterday I was out at the polls and went to vote and just to usually go to the place where a lot of candidates go to one of the particular polling places there in South Park. And I ran into Lenore Ship. She's the only person on the CMS school board running for re-election that's available at the at-large space. Uh, Jennifer De La Hara and Elise Dashu have opted not to run. I honestly don't believe they would have been elected anyway. So Ship is out there, and I decided to ask her and you know ask her a couple of things, including about the school bonds, why people should support the school bonds, and also does she actually think she's going to get re-elected? The last time we had a school board election, five incumbents went out. Five new people came in. You've got two people who chose not to run for re-election. Odds are they wouldn't have been re-elected anyway. You're one of the ones running for re-election at the at-large. Has this one been harder than the previous ones, than the previous time when you ran for school board? Yes, I think it is. Um... But then I had to think back to 2019, and I said it was challenging then. Uh, there were a lot of incumbents, uh, and I shouldn't say incumbent, there were one incumbent at that time, at least. But there was a crowded field then. There were 13. So just think about that. I ran against a total of 13, well, I should say 12 others. So I kind of had a feel for what it could be. I think this is way more challenging uh, because I think people think, oh, we had change last year because it was just last year do we need more change oh and i was going to ask about that has that been the thing that you're hearing the most is like you know because what the school board took a big hit you know publicly and from from a pr standpoint for a long time you know whether it was over the COVID stuff or whether it was over the myers park situations and you know because the school board took a big hit have you found it more difficult from that aspect because people did want change the last time. No, I think one thing that they're seeing now is we need to stabilize, that we need continuity, we need consistency of, and fidelity of operations, we need sustainability. And I think they're seeing now with the new superintendent, we need to now get on a steady track forward. And I don't think we need to continue change because change for the sake of change is not good. I think change needs to be the kind of change that's going to help us move our students forward, help us ensure that they have bright futures. And I think right now we need people who are knowledgeable. I have a historical knowledge. I have institutional knowledge. And I have on the ground real work knowledge. And now I've been on the board for, well, almost four years. So I really know what it looks like. I got to see two boards. I'm the only one that's been between two different boards now that's running. So I think I can adequately and effectively say what it looks like, what it is, and what we're doing, and how this um, season is time to get focused on the work and keep it going. I think change for the sake of change is not good. I know we're going to bring on two new at least. You know, I'm hopeful. Uh, you know, I'll get back. But at the same time, we, we need to stabilize What's the biggest challenge facing, this is a two-part question, biggest challenge facing the upcoming school board, and also what's the biggest challenge going forward over the next couple of years facing CMS? 
I think the biggest challenge is, of course, we all want to see academic performance increase. I think the biggest challenge is getting our goals and guardrails right. I think we're on the track to do that. Uh, we've just done some good things with our goals and guardrails. I think listening to the community, hearing their voices, being transparent. Uh, I think developing those relationships that I think we're doing with the county, with the city, and with our parents and our, all our stakeholders, I think that's a big challenge. I think it always has been. But I see us moving in that direction. Uh, but number one is academics and, of course, safety. To me, you hear me say academics, but you can do nothing if people don't feel safe and kids don't feel safe. Uh, so I think we're, our challenge right now is to stabilize this uh, feeling of being unsafe in schools to do everything we can to ensure that we're looking at uh, our crisis plans, we're looking at school-wide discipline plans, we're doing a much better job with how we work with our students in terms of expectations for behavior. Uh, and then, so that's a big challenge. I think our next challenge, as you've seen, is we did a little bit already with the South County Student Assignment Plan, so I think really looking at for me in the next four years i would like to see us make all schools good schools that we and then the ones that are good we go from good to great so i think we got to stabilize it where we see that every school is really moving the needle with student achievement and people say what's the difference between equity and equality we got to have equality we got to have equity i think diversity and inclusiveness is important and just bringing all that together because number one, it's not just where you go to school, it's what happens when you get there. And I truly believe we need to ensure that what happens when students come to school is meeting their needs and ensuring they have a bright future. The school bonds. Wouldn't, couldn't have CMS just gone with $1.5 billion? You know, there was a lot of talk from the county commissioners that it could have been just a billion, $1.5 billion. That probably would have sailed easily. It's still probably going to pass, but... By all accounts, property taxes are going to go up about 6%. Did, it, did the CMS really need the $2.5 billion? Yes, we did. Because when we, in 2017, and I was around, and I've been a principal who saw how bond money imp impacted schools. I opened two new or replacement schools during my time as a principal. And I remember thinking it cost about $11.3 million to open one of the schools that I was happy to see open. And today it's $52 million for an elementary school. So, yes, due to inflation and due to cost and what we saw after COVID in terms of uh, demand on supplies, um, yes, because we didn't have enough. I don't know if you knew that to finish the projects we had in 2017, and we had to ask for more money to finish. So, yes, you're talking about five, six years later, and we don't need more money and inflation being what it is and we want to finish we're talking about 30 probably 35 projects we went from 25 needs to 42 or 45 and we got it to 30 and maybe 35 with design phase yes it's a big ax it definitely is and i'm a taxpayer i've always been a taxpayer and but i believe the investment is worth it for not just our schools, but for our city, our community, because people look at schools when they're moving into this, moving into Charlotte, right? Moving into the city. They look at what kind of schools you have. So we need schools that are safe, schools that are healthy, and schools that are state-of-the-art, because that 
impacts how families decide to even the only the biggest argument that you always hear against it is that it's unfair to the older community the retirement community and unfair to the privileged community who maybe can't afford the six percent increase or older people who are retired and living on a fixed income that's always the big argument that you hear against the school bonds and there is um homeowner uh plans and funding out there i know a lot of times people say well i didn't know about it or can we get it yeah we may need to help people get there get that funding that need it especially our older communities and our families that are in those situations where they're going to need some support but that's available and i think we found that there people don't know and they're not taking advantage of it now so I think we're going to have to work hard to ensure that those that need the support and the help, that we help them get what they need. But I think at the end of the day, how could we not invest in our children? How could we not invest in our schools and our communities? And we're looking at our minority women in small business industries, and we're putting money there. And they're investing. We are making sure that they are getting the business. And that impacts our entire economy. So I think... There's a lot to be said for these bonds. Last thing here with Lenore Ship. Anything you want to say? I'll leave you and give you the open floor. 30, 45 seconds. Anything that I didn't ask you about? Anything that you want to say that I didn't ask you about? Vote the ship. All aboard the ship. It's going to take all hands on deck. We're going to set sails for success for all our children. And I really believe I have the broad base knowledge. Um, the I have done the work. And I understand governance like never before, having been there. And I'm looking forward to coming back to help us make a way forward for every child, not just some, but for all. Because we know some are doing well. And there's history of the good work we're doing. And I want to see us be a premier school district. Again, I'm a West Charlotte grad. My daughter's a Myers Park grad who is today a medical student. She is an MD today so i know what we can do in cms and that's why i continue this work so that is cms school board member lenore ship the only person that's an incumbent running for re-election and it's going to be a tall order there's 14 people on the ballot and usually that means a lot of the votes are going to get spread very thin and we're going to have election coverage for you here on tuesday night during my show Bo and Beth and Joel Ford and Kenny Smith will be in studio. Mark Garrison will be here. Jeff Atkinson will be here. I'll be out in the field going to different uh, election parties, as will Scott Hamilton. So that begins next Tuesday at 7 o'clock.